Hi, I'm Coco. Hi, I'm Hannah. And we, and we are, are the, the Social, Social Girls. Girls. Or maybe not. Welcome back to the Social Girls podcast. Today, we are having a chat with author extraordinaire Pippa Clark. <laughs> Welcome, Pippa. Thanks, Coco. Hi. <laughs> So, we always like to start off, just a nice easy introduction, what's been going on, what did you do on the weekend, or this weekend coming, if you're like me, and I think Coco didn't do anything last weekend. Yeah. Um, well, this weekend, besides my daughter's sport, yeah, I actually had a really fun weekend. Um, I went out to dinner with a friend of mine, we went and had shared plates and cocktails. That's the awesome. best thing to do, shared plates with friends. Yes, and best it was thing. such good food food and then we went to watch where the crawdads sing and the movie theater where we went um we could only get the front row yeah so it felt like the screen was literally on our laps <laughs> but luckily they had lazy boy seats i'm going to circle back to where do you go for food that's exactly that's what so i was looking at so well. <laughs> if you had food and cocktails where yeah we went to 400 grady on the parade oh yeah very cool very good yeah. i have been there with a friend before we got like pizza and pasta to share yes. it was so, so good yeah. food is amazing there yes yeah and the waiters speak with their italian accent yeah <laughs> makes you feel like you're in italy for a night exactly. <laughs> not on the parade yeah <laughs> yeah what about you coco well have you been following along the stranger things saga i have now yes. finished season three <laughs> And I'm about to start season four. That makes me so happy. Yeah. Are you a Stranger Things person? I'm not. Oh, I'm not. No. I'm not. Then I have to get you started on it as well. I finally got Coco to like get up to date. Yeah, I'm up to date. About to start. Isn't season four the one that just came out? Yes. Oh my god, I'm like literally up to date. And <laughs> a fresh up to date. I saw on Instagram this morning one of the um, actors, Noah Schnapp, like put up a post and said... It's got season five and it's got beginning of the end. So I think they're starting to film the last final season. What about actual plans besides oh, watching? Okay. Do you have anything? <laughs> I just did a lot of family stuff last weekend. And this weekend yeah. coming up, I think there's some baby birthdays. Nice. Just have to start that. New phase of your life. Yeah, I have to start that phase. <laughs> it's nice. It's fun. What about you, Hannah? Um... <laughs> Not really anything exciting. My sister's coming back from Melbourne tonight, supposedly. Obviously, flights are getting cancelled left, right and centre at the moment. So she was supposed to come back a few weekends ago, but just it didn't happen because her flight kept getting changed. So she is supposed to be coming, so I guess I'll see her this weekend. Fabulous. <laughs> I guess I'll hang out with her. We haven't got any plans yet, but maybe a dinner, maybe something nice. That would be really good. All right, Pippa, tell us a little bit about yourself and your book. Um, obviously, I'm Pippa, and I am a single mother of two beautiful children. Um, you know, what fascinates me is that um, the other day I did a course through work on Indigenous culture, and um, we learned about how Aboriginal people introduce themselves. And I thought it was really fabulous because... Um, usually when people say, you know, oh, hi, how are you? What do you do? Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm Pippa, I am a author. Yeah. You know, whereas in the Aboriginal culture, I find it really interesting is that you talk about everything else. So you say that you're a sister, that you've got, you know, that you're a daughter, a cousin, a friend, um, and then you talk about where you're from. So... So yeah, so I thought I would introduce myself that way and that I am the best sister in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. I am a f- 
fabulous friend. We should probably point out that Pippa is actually sisters with Nina, who we all know we, we are roomies with here. So I'm sure we'll have to ask Nina later. She'll absolutely agree. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so and I'm a very loving, caring daughter. Uh, I'm a superb friend. And I am originally from South Africa and moved to Adelaide, Australia about 12 years ago. And I love living here and I'm really, really grateful to be living here and bringing my children up in such a loving, safe environment. So, yeah, so that's me. I love that introduction. That was so nice. (laughs) It's nice just from the usual, hi. You know, I'm Hannah, and, I'm and it's so positive too. Very positive, yeah. which we will yeah. all learn why, I guess, in a second. It'll all make sense. So, in saying that, tell us about what you've got in front of you right now. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, I've written my first book, "How to Believe Your Positive Self Talk," which I absolutely love. Um, I am generally a really positive person. I try to find the funny side of everything in life. Um, no matter what's going on um, but when I went through my separation I just went through a really difficult time and I put on the happy face the positive face I think everyone didn't really even know that I was going through anything and uh, but deep down I just really felt so sad and just it was just a really difficult time and I inhaled lots of books self-help books I did courses I went for therapy and um, I think what came out of it is that you have to heal your deep-seated pain you have to heal your wounds you have to heal what you're going through and release that in order to um, feel the positive self-talk and the positive affirmations that you're telling yourself you can't just pack all that positivity on top of that Mm -hmm. deep-seated pain and hope to believe it you really need to release all of that pain um, to believe your positive self-talk and yeah and your happiness um so that's what i worked on and i really wanted to share that with other people because i think there's a lot of people who are going through tough times and maybe don't feel happy and wondering how they could feel happy Mm. so i'm hoping that by reading my book they can um yeah just gets them that bit closer to feeling happy i 100 percent agree with that i've been to some different therapies recently and one of them um is NET, I'm not quite sure what that stands for. Is it neuroemotional or something like that? Okay. I'm sure we can put a note somewhere. <laughs> um, and it was all about that letting go of what's inhibiting and trying to be okay with where you are in the moment. And you should draw back points to like your childhood yeah. and stuff that you've built on which is why you're not happy now. I thought that was so interesting. Absolutely. Which you cover those sorts of things in your book because yeah. I remember, so I did read your book more or so for a client purpose and yeah. obviously doing your social media, I needed to know a little bit yeah. about what you wrote about. Um, and I did sort of speed read it just so I could get a really good understanding. But I do remember, and you know, I was, wasn't really doing it to work on myself. I was more or so just trying to read it to get an understanding. But I do remember little parts where it was, you know draw back from potential past things and I like what you said about you can't just keep chucking the positive stuff and you know Mm. you're just going to keep pushing the pain down it's still in there somewhere you just you know it's it's just going to build up yeah that's it and it's so important to release it and then just talking about your 
your childhood mm. stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, when you are a child, you don't really have any control of what's coming at you. Yeah. And it's generally from your parents, and it's not their fault. Um, they're putting their experiences and their fears onto you to try and protect you. But their fears and experience come from their parents. Yeah. You know, so it's just all passed down to us. And I think what's important for us to really consider is how much of that is true. Mm-hmm. You know, um, because maybe that's what's limiting us in our lives is just a, a conditioning or an idea that we've been given. And maybe it's not even true, but it's just really keeping us back from expressing ourselves and yeah, just living our best lives and being the best we can and just being brave. So it's really just about assessing yeah. like where you are, what information you've got and how you can move forward. It's just fascinating. Humans are fascinating. And Humans the mind are so... And we yeah. could honestly sit here and talk about this all day long. This is going to be a long podcast. <laughs> so you said you came to Adelaide 12 years ago. Was that correct? Yes. yes. So at what moment did you decide to write this book? Uh, okay. So I think I've been in, oh, interested in self-help oh, even when I was at school. Okay. I just loved it. Um, yeah. I think the first book that I looked at was actually My Sister's The Creative Companion by Sark. And it was just so beautiful. And I remember reading um, one of the things in there was, say, um, I don't know, it was something about children, how to deal with children. And the first thing there was say yes more often. And I just find, I think that just got me thinking like, you hear so many parents just say no, 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 all the yeah. time. Like what ever happened to yes? <laughs> do you know what I mean? And then... So it just made me start thinking about things differently. Like, why do we have to follow all these rules? Why can't we just do things differently? Why are they the way they are? Yeah. Why so, do you keep saying no all the time? Yeah, exactly. Why do children's lives have to be so hard? Like, why yeah. can't you just say yes? <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that's really just what set me on the path of just reading and researching and learning as much as I can about people and why we are the way we are and how we can be better and how I can be better so yeah yeah so yeah so that's um probably the background Mm. how I decided to write the book was well it's a bit more of a long story so um as I said I've always been really positive and happy and then when I went through um, my separation I just went through a tough time and I, I think it was then that hit me that it's not actually that easy to be positive. So, um, I, you know, I had to go through all the healing and that to get back to my positive um, self. And then I realized, okay, so for those people who aren't naturally positive, if they are having a tough time, they yeah. might find it even harder to feel that positivity and happiness again. Yeah. So I felt that I needed to share my experience and how I did get out of that dark place and feel happy again. Because um, I'm sure there are a lot of people who are going through tough times and need a bit of help. And where do you go? You know, you can do courses and see coaches, but that's also quite costly. You can go for therapy, but not everyone can afford therapy Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. they don't want to open up about things. Yeah. And um, I think through the book, it's a very affordable way to just help you work through some of those painful experiences and just ask you some questions to work through just to try and release that pain to feel your positive self-talk 
it absolutely does not replace any therapy. <laughs> I'm just saying, but it, it oh, excuse me, it is a um, it is a start. It is yeah. a place to start to try and help you just think things through and um, yeah, try and feel that happiness that you are trying to achieve. Yeah, I liked when you said because you were a positive person mm. when you went to a dark place, you kind of knew where you needed to be, like what you needed to do to get back there, if yeah. that makes sense. Like you sort of knew that feeling, but I guess I've never really thought about it in a way that some people might have not even been at that place. You know, yeah. it's it's like when you're doing certain things, I don't know if you guys can relate, but like, you know, if I'm having a bit of a crappy day and whatever, sometimes I'll see a certain friend or I'll tell a friend to come over for a cup of tea because I know that that'll like make me laugh. And then yeah. I'm like, good. You know what I mean? After yeah. that, I'm like, good again. But yeah. I, I guess you've got to think of it too. Some people might not even have that. They might not even know what that looks like. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think that internal work is super important. That's <clears throat> where this book comes in because I'm very different from you. I would never call anyone if I wasn't feeling good. Mm. I yeah. would just like try and fix it before mm. I saw it, before I saw someone again. Yeah. So I think the book is really good for people like that as well. We just need to like dive into something because you want to be alone anyway. Yeah. And you maybe yeah. don't want to share all the stuff because sometimes it's hard and it's painful to talk about what you've been through. For sure. Yeah. Um, so you know yourself what you've been through so if you can just have some mm. steps to go through to try and work through it it definitely would help yeah so, for sure. yeah. yeah i would personally love to know <laughs> yeah <laughs> how did you write that so like why we know you know why you wrote in the process of that but how did mm. you actually write it so you know if someone's listening to this right now and they've got a thought process what were the actual physical steps that you took that I took to getting this hard copy book sitting right here <laughs> type 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 yeah. step one <laughs> yeah. no, um, well because it's not my so i've got my job and yes and this is um like my passion um teamwork makes the dream work mm-hmm. so i didn't sit and do it all on my own um you've got editors you've got people to help you to do it so um, obviously you've got to get an outline together so you've got a developmental editor to help you with that um, I wrote a lot and then I sent it to somebody and they helped me they write and then I corrected no that's not how I like it you know so you're writing as a team really and then once you've got um, a book that you think is amazing then it goes to the editor and they make changes and you've got to change it and it's just a constant writing changing writing yeah. changing making sure that the tone is correct making sure that the language is correct that you're getting the message through you know there's no repetition how long was that whole process uh probably about four months okay yeah faster than i would think yeah yeah honestly yeah yeah, yeah. and don't forget then there's research in there as well and yeah getting all of that so yeah yeah. Speedy. So if you want Very to write a book, yeah. four months, everyone. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you can Come get on. it out. <laughs> yeah. But I guess so. that just goes to show that you said in school you loved the whole, I mean, everything you wrote about. So obviously that was sitting there, so you just needed to 
get it out. Well, that's it. So maybe a bit longer for someone who has no idea what they're writing about first. They yeah. may need it. creating an entire world like <laughs> Harry Potter or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's another whole story. I think yeah. fiction is another thing. You've got to have yeah, such a great sure. imagination. Yeah. And I think, oh, I'd love to write fiction, but oh, gosh, we're... Where, where do you start? Where do you start? I, it's giving me flashbacks to being in like primary school or high school. And they're like, write a narrative. Story, and I'm like, oh my God, where do you start? Oh, like you yeah. need to like, you know, find like a location or whatever. And then you need to main characters. And it's like, yeah, that, oh my God. Exactly. I need to like map out like this character is this person. <laughs> yes. This person. Yes. And I just always just start even writing. I exactly. feel like you'd end up relating it to some personal aspect of your life somehow. Because <laughs> I was like, I don't know how to do this whole fantasy thing. Yeah. Exactly. And I remember in year, what have been, year eight, uh, year 10, mm. um, and the English teacher said, okay, you know, you need to do a narrative now, but no more endings where you woke up and it was a dream. Oh <laughs> my goodness. I, I think myself, we've all heard that at English class. I never used that. Like, yeah. I've now lost my opportunity. That is such a great ending and I never got the opportunity to <laughs> yes. use it. Because too many other people used it. <laughs> I didn't even think of it. That <laughs> is the classic. <laughs> Actually, I remember my English teacher saying the exact same thing. You can't just say that it was a dream at the end. Why not? I know, exactly. Seriously. Why not? Be a great plot twist. <laughs> exactly. 100%. Yes. A bit on the four months. So we know a lot of people who might be in a position of wanting to start a side hustle and work yes, on yeah. their own passion project. Yeah. What advice would you give them? I would say... Um, to do it. <laughs> I love it. Just do it. Just, just, do, it. just, just do, do it. Seriously. Do yeah. it. Not trademarked. Do it. Yeah. Just do it. Not trademarked. Um, you know, I think, and this again is just um, human mind. So we think, um, oh, I really love to write a book. And then immediately your mind says, you'll never be able to do that. That's yeah. a silly yeah. idea. Come on. You know, who can, oh, who can write a book? I mean, it's going to take so long. Where am I going to start? Blah, blah, blah. We come, we come up with all these excuses about how we're not going to do it. And I think for me, I think the main reason why I eventually just started doing it was because my big why is that I want to buy a house for my children. Yeah. So that means I have to do something different and I actually have to start. And this is my passion and this is what I have to do. Mm-hmm. So I crashed through so many barriers. Every time something happened, I'm just like, oh my God, this is so hard. I can't do this. I'm like, of course I can do it. If other people have done it, I can do it. And I just kept on going, kept on going, kept on going. So if there's something that you want to do, you've got to do it and you've got to start and know that it's going to be hard because you're doing it for the first time and when you do anything for the first time it's going to be hard yeah but you've got to just keep going find help ask a person look it up um it's just you can do it if other people have done it you can absolutely I was just about do to it. say that look around i'm sure there are many many people that have also done it clearly yeah. there are because we, there are so many books out yes. there in the world right now so some that everyone else has done it, so there's no reason yeah. that you can't. But whether it's books or whatever it may be, starting, starting a, a business, starting a bit. I was just about to yeah. say, we starting probably felt similar emotions and feelings in yeah. the beginning, and I think what got us through was probably our yeah, right, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know, you've just got to start and believe in yourself and know that you don't have to do it on your own. You can definitely get help. And just keep going. Don't stop until you've done it. 
I love that advice. <laughs> now I want to go do something yes, else. Go, go, go. <laughs> what are your future plans for this book journey? Uh, well, I'm very excited for the future of this book. So, um, obviously, I've written the book. It's also on ebook, and within the next couple of weeks, the audio book is also so going to be available. Yeah, yes. so I'm really excited about that because obviously, not everybody has time, or it's just not their thing to sit and read all the pages. Yeah. Um, and with audiobook, you can at least um, multitask a bit. So. Is it your voice? I wish it was, but it's not. Okay. Um, but that is my next challenge uh, for the next book to do it in my own voice because there are so many self-help books where I've listened to and it's the author and they tell it from their heart which just Mm -hmm. makes such a difference yeah Um, and I definitely want to do that as my next challenge so, yeah, so it's not my voice this time, but yeah. hopefully next time it will be. Hopefully next time. It'll be time. cool because I'm yeah. a self-proclaimed, not a reader. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was in high school, <coughs> dropped it completely, but I do do a lot of podcasts and I listen to a lot of things like that yes, when I'm driving, too. so I'm super excited this is going to be on ebook now. Yeah. E-book is not what I'm trying to say. Audiobook. audiobook. Yes. going to be on audiobook. Yeah. That's so yeah. exciting. Yeah. So. I'd like to get into it to be honest, because I am a reader, mm. but I've just found that my night time is really hard. That's when I would read, but I because I dance at night, okay. it's like, like I got home from dancing last night at 10.20 and I wasn't wow. really in the mood to like get into bed and start a book. Yes. So, and I know that's also like excuses and all those things, but it's sort of also making me think, maybe I do need to try the whole audiobook thing because I also am a podcast person too yes, so yeah I'll sort of get a bit of both I'll get the podcast thing and I'll get the whole reading a book thing as well all in one yeah maybe we're gonna go home and download the audiobooks app I know I think I think that's what I'm gonna do tonight I think I have to just do it exactly as you said before no just excuses. do it no excuses no <laughs> oh yeah so that's the audiobook for this one and then I've also um just about finished the workbook for this book so that's Yay. exciting it's more like volume two of this book because um, there's more information but there's also more activities and then there's place within the book to actually write yes amazing because so, i do remember reading there was like a few moments where you had to go do you know your own little personal thing yes. um so yes. yes that yeah that'd be great yeah now well now i can't get it do audio books. No, like to write as well. <laughs> oh, so many things. Reading, writing, <laughs> listening. Oh my God, so much. <laughs> okay, so that's the workbook. So we've got the audio book, we've got the workbook. Then I've also got a children's book, which is just about good to go, which I absolutely love. Exciting. It's basically um, with about teaching children how if one child doesn't smile, how if you smile and you share your smile, you don't lose your smile, but you give them a smile. I love so that. Oh, I just amazing. love that book so much. So I love how it's still in, in the theme. Yes, yes it is. Yes, yes. Still, you can tell, I mean, you're just talking about it right now. You can just tell that you're very passionate. Yes, yes. So I will, I will do more children's books sort of in those lines. Um, but yeah. Yeah, so that's exciting. And then obviously within the book series, You Are Your Happy Place, I have a lot of ideas for a good number of books still within that series to help people to find their happiness. So it's very exciting. You've got it all happening. It's Look all at that. Happening. You're starting this first book, this bit of side hustle, your passion. Yeah. And now look, 
Yeah. But in the children's book, is it all illustrated as well? Yes, yeah, it's fully illustrated. That's that's so cool. Yeah, so basically, it's based on My Little Dog Evie. Oh, that's so cute. (laughs) So cute. And then they go around a farmyard looking for smiles, which is just so sweet. I love it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm really excited to read that. I'm excited to see that. Yes. (laughs) Children's? Yeah, children's. I can read a children's book. (laughs) (laughs) Love a picture book. (laughs) Oh, they're so cute. So, so cute. So, yeah, so I'm really excited about that. So now we're just jumping into some general questions that we like to ask everyone. The fun ones. The fun ones. (laughs) What was your major fuck up in your process of writing and publishing your book and how did you overcome this? Oh, okay. So as I said, so teamwork makes the dream work, but working in a team also comes with its challenges. And um, so my team is a team of freelancers and they're in various parts of the world. And English is a funny language. It's a tricky, mm. tricky language. It can play tricks on us. So um, I think where the problems came was through communication. So there was a problem at the stage of the outline, yeah. which then we only discovered when we were almost finished writing and then we had to oh, no. start again. Oh and when you do things for the first time, it's hard. And I definitely shed a lot of tears. <laughs> <laughs> Just out of just frustration and exhaustion and, you know, like, why does it have to be so hard? Anyway, we got there in the end. Mm. And I think the main thing that I got out of it is how important communication is. Mm-hmm. Um, just communicating so that other people can understand you um, and just changing your words just to try and make sure that everybody's on the same page. Um so yeah, that's basically what I what I got out of it, and it was a great, great lesson for me. <laughs> communication, <laughs> communicate, communication. Yes, yes. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, I did sing that song many times. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you overcome this? You sang that song, yeah, <laughs> many, many, many times. Yeah. That would have been so frustrating. Mm. Mm. But like, it was okay. Every time something happens, it's. Uh, learning opportunity yeah absolutely yeah my communication is such a funny thing whenever i'm like teaching or trying to express something i always end with does this make sense not to be patronizing but like if it doesn't i can reword the way i've said some things and hopefully everyone understands what i'm saying at the table exactly yeah exactly it's so important everybody perceives things differently yeah and a word comes into your mind mm. you immediately imagine something and everyone's not going to imagine the same thing yeah you know? yeah everyone so, communicates mm. in such different ways so it's about trying to come to a bit of a level ground yeah yeah, yeah for sure okay so our last question is usually how are you keeping social this week but i want to spin it so obviously you had your job and you were writing a book i want and you've got your kids and mm. you know all of that so how did you keep social during this whole process of writing the book um, did you keep social? <laughs> I did not. No, 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 I did. Um, so I think one of the greatest things that I did for myself and my daughter um, was I bought a footy membership. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Yeah. So um, it just gave us something that we had to do. Oh, not that we had to do. <laughs> we got to do every second week. We knew that we were going to the footy. I have to ask which team. Okay. Oh my wait gosh. Wait for it. <laughs> wait for it. Anyway. Uh, so um, so we knew that we had somewhere to go every second week, and we absolutely love it. 
um, it's beneficial for me and highly beneficial for her as well. Just from the aspect of you know being a teenager, there's so much pressure on parties and popularity and all of that. Yeah. Whereas when there's something planned for the weekend and there's somewhere for her to go, she doesn't even think about whether she's invited to a party or this or what's happening. She just knows that she's got something on. She's busy, you know. So yeah. From that aspect, for her, it's been great. For me, I've loved just spending that time with her, even though I think she finds me a bit embarrassing. But <laughs> <laughs> I just love spending that time with her and just having that time together. I think will be some great memories for us to look back on and, and laugh at. Now, which team? Okay, <laughs> no. so um, because I'm not from Adelaide originally, I support Adelaide. So I actually go for the Crows and for Port. Okay. Both, which some people okay. are horrified to hear. I can handle that. I also like that you started with the crows first and then said, <laughs> wow. <laughs> so um, some people are horrified by this, but I love singing and I would love to be a rock star. So <laughs> I ended up choosing to buy the membership for Port. That's fair. So that I could sing that song the in the beginning. Excess. Yeah, no, and I'll never tear us apart. I'll allow it. it. That's, that's it. so fair. And I drive my daughter crazy because every week I'm like, come on, we've got to go. We cannot be late. I will not miss the song. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best part. You'll be those people that get up as soon as the song's <laughs> over it. and go. <laughs> I'm singing and clapping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Mum and I were so only talking good. about that the other day that we hate that they got that song and made it so iconic. And now, even if you're at you know a family party when all those you know you're at your uncle's birthday and all those songs come on, I hate it. All the port supporters are like, "This is our song," and I'm like, "It's a generic song. It's not your song. It's just a good song." Yeah, it is. It's a great song. That's so good. Yeah. So that's my story. I love that. That's my story. That's how you kept social. Going to the footy. That's it. Have you ever been to the footy? Ever? Ever? Like an AFL game. Oh, I want to say like once, it's like maybe twice. I I was just about to say that all of saying all that, I used to go with my mum and dad heaps when I was probably around your daughter's age, I would say. Yeah. And I'll always like, I loved those memories, loved going to the oh, footy. Good. It was such good atmosphere. Anytime we would, you know, would go to Melbourne heaps mm. um, before it was you know, not hard to go to Melbourne yes, <laughs> to book yes. an hour flight over there. Yeah. And yeah, we always used to go to footy games, the best memories. I don't oh, know. It's just great. the atmosphere. Yeah. It's, it's something fun. about, you don't even have to like, I wasn't technical, technical with footy. Like yeah. I obviously knew all the rules and stuff. I knew a lot of the main players, but I didn't know everyone. I didn't know who was subbing on <laughs> and off. I just love the atmosphere. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It so is good. good. Yeah. I mean, I've got to know all the players and my daughter plays footy. Oh, nice. So she knows all the rules. But sometimes it's quite funny because, you know, everyone's always shouting, oh, yeah. come on, come on, <laughs> and like going on and on and on. And the one time, <laughs> oh, I, I shouted, come on, umpire, and everyone else was quiet. Oh, so no. I was, <laughs> obviously, they were doing the right thing at that time. Obviously, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> I can see why your daughter maybe said you're embarrassed. <laughs> come on, <laughs> That's not my mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So it's all good for a laugh. Anyway. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> Thank you so much, Pippa, for joining us. It's awesome getting an insight into your book and your upcoming book ventures as well. Follow us at Social Show ADL and leave some comments about what you want to hear in the next podcast. Bye for now.